Hey people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Oh my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Welcome back to another episode of Tis the Podcast, the podcast that's determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive 365 days per year. I'm Anthony. I'm Julia. And I'm Tom. Happy Leon Day, guys. Happy Leon Day. Yay. Good to be talking halfway to there. unexpectedly. We're halfway there, y'all. Oh, halfway. Man. That gives me hope. Right, getting like wicked hot outside. So halfway there gives me hope. It's like Fourth of July is in what a week, two oh, weeks, man. and then after that, the back to school stuff goes up. We'll be there before you know it, guys. Yeah, we will. Y'all, I really have to. Will. I'm worried. It's almost Fourth of July, which means it's almost Christine's birthday, and I have no idea what I'm doing for her. Oh, not a good look, Tom. <laughs> I gotta figure it out. You know what I'm worried about? It's almost 4th of July, and we haven't started our Christmas in July episode yet. <laughs> and Anthony, you're really dropping the ball on this one. <laughs> well, I'm dropping the ball, yeah. I signed up for the app, I made the outline, I color-coded the songs for all of us, I reached out to the special guests, I dropped the ball. Yep, that's You've me. been literally everything. <laughs> Except we getting so it made. No, I'm standing with what I'm, I'm standing with what I said. <laughs> This is your baby, Anthony. This is your baby. <laughs> well, I, should, I don't want to say that yet. I'll wait and see how it turns out before I, I, I give that. It may be a joint decor. No, no. I, was about to, I was about to say, I'll take credit because it's going to turn out well. So you know what? You know, I'm, I'm keeping that. So like at the end truth, of that truth episode, be told, after the credits, just drop that in. This is your baby. This is your baby. Truth be told, y'all listening to this, uh, this has been 100% Anthony. Julia and I have... Uh, really yeah, sucked it up on the Christmas in July <laughs> episode for y'all. <laughs> like, yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, it's all Anthony. So, thank you, Anthony, for for all of yes. your hard work. You're very welcome. All for the listeners. If it was just for the three of us, I'd say screw it. <laughs> uh, you might still say that. Let's see how hard it gets. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, there it is. I don't feel like that's an appropriate thing to say, given the, the, what we're discussing today. <laughs> so for those of us who don't know, you who don't know, we felt so bad after yesterday's <laughs> abomination of a movie that we dropped on y'all that we figured we should cover. We, owe, we owed you. We owed you a bonus episode for Leon Day. And since Toy Story 4 just opened this weekend, we figured why not do the Toy Story Christmas special? Toy Story nope. that time forgot. Spoiler alert, Tom. Not a Christmas one, y'all. 
<laughs> I just Spoiler. made this a real short episode. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We decided to cover 2017's ABC holiday special event as they advertised it. Toy Story That Time Forgot. I have, I have an, speaking of forgot, I have the hardest time remembering the name of this one. It, it doesn't sound like a natural flowing name. It, no, it doesn't. I, I think kept calling it the toy that time forgot. Yeah, exactly. Me too. And I'd search for it and I'd be like, what the crap? I know this thing exists. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony, please I tell can't me that remember we said that in, toy story that time forgot. Please tell me that we, we said that in unison and it sounded as good as it did on my headset. It did no. not on my end. Did not uh, my end either, but I don't know. Maybe a magic eel. <laughs> But Tom, I've been there. There are times me and you or me and Julia will say something at the same time in my ears and then I'll get excited and you guys will be like, no, that wasn't in unison at all. (laughs) (laughs) Someday. Um, I'm excited to talk about the the broader uh, Toy Story franchise, though. I am too. But before we get into that, let's give a little synopsis for this episode. So... During a post-Christmas playdate, the gang finds themselves in uncharted territory when the coolest set of action figures ever turn out to be dangerously delusional. It's all up to Trixie the Triceratops if the gang hopes to return to Bonnie's room in this Toy Story that time forgot. So really for this one, you had, like, for it to make sense, you had to have seen Toy Story 3. Right. Or else you're going to be a little confused. So I want to hear our histories with the franchise in general, but beforehand, let's just run through the cast real quick. Uh, Playing Sheriff Woody is the incomparable Tom Hanks, who has been in so much. I'm not going to list it. Just I do want to hear your favorite Tom Hanks movie, though. My crap. Big. Big's my favorite. Not so surprised. I I have a whole list of Tom Hanks's that I love, but uh, big I do too. Tom Hanks love. Hold what on. about you, Tom? <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. Mine is mm, there's so many good ones. There are. It's hard to choose. I liked You've Got Mail though, Turner and Hooch. Oh, oh, so good. And I lo- I do love Toy Story. Like he is Woody. He is. And the Da Vinci Codes are fun to watch. As historically inaccurate as they are, I like a good <laughs> thriller. He's um adventure movie. He's never who I pictured playing Robert Langdon, though. When I read those books, he just doesn't have that look for me. Huh. I don't think I got a picture in my head of who Robert I, Langdon looked like. I just, maybe it's just I find Tom Hanks with that really weird longer hair. He just looks odd in those movies. Yeah. Well, didn't he only have the longer hair for the first one? Did he? I'm pretty sure they chopped it for the second one. When nobody liked it? Yeah, because nobody liked it. All people could talk about was the hair. (laughs) He Um, is one of my Orthodox brethren, just so you all know. Convert to Orthodoxy. Oh. And is that because of his wife? Or was he always... He converted, I think, when he got married, but uh, they are practicing and involved in their parish. I love that. Yeah. This special also stars Tim Allen as Buzz Lightyear. Favorite Tim Allen movie? The Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Yep. 
We're in agreement. <laughs> Although he's great in Last Man Standing. I love that show. Yeah. I really do too. Mm-hmm. And I love Home Improvement. We have oh, to cover Christmas episodes at some point. Oh, yeah, they're, so ridic- they're so over the top ridiculous. <laughs> they are. That whole um, show is over the top ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and his voice is perfect for Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. <laughs> you know who they originally wanted, though, for Woody, right? Who? Or was it? Or for what was it? Or is it Buzz? Um, I I don't know if it was for Woody or Buzz, but they wanted what's his name? Um, Sully, not Sully. Mike in Monsters Inc. Billy Crystal. No. Yep. That would have been bad. And Billy Crystal regretted the decision to turn it down so much. That's why he took Monsters Inc. So it all worked out because, like, he is Mike Wazowski. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Schaal Schaal is a Schaal Kristen Schaal plays Trixie the Triceratops I love Um, Trixie I really love Trixie uh, I know Tom's favorite Kristen Schaal is probably Bob's Burgers right definitely Bob's Burgers I loved Last Man on Earth and Gravity Falls have you seen Gravity Falls a cartoon it's on Disney Channel yes we've watched that once we I couldn't, like it a million times. I couldn't stand her in uh, Last Man on Earth. I mean, I think that's the point. <laughs> but I <laughs> she played it well. Drove me nuts. Kevin McKidd plays Reptilius Maximus. Um, I don't know this guy from anything, honestly. He was in Grey's Anatomy for a long time. And then before that, I knew him from, I can't remember now, but it's going to bother me until I find it. He was in Percy Jackson, the lightning thief. He was the dad. He's Percy's dad, right? Poseidon. Poseidon. Yep. And then he was in Rome. The, was that Showtime or was that HBO? I don't know. HBO. HBO. Who was in Rome? He was Lucius Varanus. I'm pretty sure he was like the main character. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Because he really? looks very Caesar-y. You know, when he has a Caesar cut, he really fits right in. Um, so he's one of these guys who's been in a lot, but I just wouldn't have known his name, honestly. Yeah. What was it I first saw him in? Sorry. No, no. I can't think of it. I'm not going to be able to find what it was. He was in Train Spotting. Train Spotting was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Train Spotting was one of the most disturbing movies. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> was it awesome? Did you ever see Hereditary? <laughs> I wouldn't say it was aw- awesome. I mean, that baby Dawn crawling on the ceiling after she died. No, mm. What are we talking about? Train Spotting. Have you seen Hereditary? No, I don't know what that means. You don't know what it means? How many times have me and Julia brought it up that you need to see it? This is at least the third or fourth time now. Yeah, it doesn't stick with, doesn't seem interesting to me. That movie messed me up. I like that movie. That's what the tagline should be. Julia from Oklahoma says, this movie messed me up. <laughs> messed me up. 
so in this film, Wallace Shawn plays Rex. I love Rex, and I love Wallace Shawn. I love him in The Princess Bride. Uh, yeah, me too. Love him. Have y'all seen him in Young Sheldon? Yes. yes. One, that show is great. And two, he's delightful. <laughs> I really like that show. <laughs> I don't, I'm confused about that show because his dad is not a dirtbag. Like his dad is when you hear about his dad in Big Bang Theory. So I'm yes. super confused by what's going to happen there. Yeah, me too. Are they rewriting the story? Or is he going to become a dirtbag? I hope not. I like his dad. I do too. So I'm very confused. Sorry. <laughs> so Steve Purcell plays the cleric who is the leader of the Battle Soars, And he's a cartoonist, an animator, and a game designer. He helped animate Cars and Brave and stuff like that. So he's really not an actor. Brave is an awesome movie. Oh, Brave is so good. And uh, those are probably... Uh, Joan Cusack? I was saying saying the main ones. I was going to run through the ones who just basically had glorified cameos real quick. (laughs) Those are really your main ones in the special. Besides Emma Hudak as Angel Kitty, who Mm -hmm, I love. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But then you have the other, the rest of the Toy Story gang in very small cameo type roles. You have Don Rickles as Mr. Potato Head, and this was his last role before he sadly passed away. Oh. Uh, Timothy Dalton played Mr. Pricklepants. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I love him. Uh, Joan Cusack, like Tom just mentioned, played Jessie, the yodeling cowgirl. Wait, well, she has. Was, huh? She has two post-production Christmas movies right now. <gasps> really? Let It Snow and Klaus. Yep. Uh, did you read Klaus? Let It Snow? No. Interesting. Let It Snow is a good book. It was supposed to be a theatrical release, but uh, Nick, uh, Netflix is doing it, but I'm excited for that movie. Ooh. Should we, and... do a, should we cover that as a bonus episode? Should we, Julie and I read that book? Yes, you should. Oh, by John Green. It's three different authors who did three different short stories that interconnect throughout, but John Green is one of them. He's probably the biggest one in there. Okay. Um, I think that's it. Oh, Emily Hahn does the voice of Bonnie, reprising her role from Toy Story 3. So, what are your histories with the Toy Story franchise, guys? Julia, do you want to go first? Yes. Um, I've seen all of these in the theater. I remember being very excited about Toy Story, the original when it came out, because it was the first Pixar production and the commercials got me interested. Saw it with my family, loved it. Saw two in the theaters, loved it even more. Saw three in the theaters, couldn't contain my glee, loved it. And I'm super excited about four. I've loved all of these movies, all of them. Me too. Um, I saw the first one in high school um, back in, well, no, it was in junior high, wasn't it? Yeah. I think I was in eighth grade when I saw it. Or I'm crazy. I don't know which. No, I'm pretty sure I was in eighth grade. I think it was in eighth grade. Um, And I was really blown away by the animation. I mean, this was the first Pixar film and I just couldn't believe when I saw the little lights lamp start at the beginning, you know, the hopping across. 
I was like, that looks real. I could turn that on. I could touch that. And um, that's how I felt about all of the animation. And really, um, as I, I went back this week and we watched all of them getting ready for four to come out. Still, I think if I look at a cartoon franchise with the best animation, I still have to say, even after all these years, nobody has topped Toy Story. Toy Story 1, the only ones that have topped Toy Story 1 are, are other Pixar films, but it, it's amazing. Um, love the second one. Christine and I went to the movies and saw the third one. She didn't remember it. We had, uh, we've gone back and forth for years on whether or not we saw it in the theater, and we did. How can you not remember that one? <laughs> I don't know. So, <laughs> and then, oh my gosh. I watched it this week as a dad, and I'm like, <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> it's a rough. There's some rough spots in that movie. <laughs> there are. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and uh, tomorrow we're taking Ellie to see Toy Story 4, her first movie in the theater. Oh, that's so exciting. I know, Sorry. and it's such, a good, it's such a good franchise to go to, something that we'll be able to talk to her about forever. She likes you? the other ones, I'm assuming? She loves Toy Story. She <sighs> I didn't let her watch this one because um, we try to stay clear of violence and there was too much because yeah. this violence gets her really riled up. So um, I did not let did her watch. Did Sid scare her? Did what? Did Sid scare her? He freaked me out when I was like in whenever it was middle school. He was always we're, scary to me. We were watching her. She's like, that boy is not kind. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> no, Ellie, he's not. I have a funny story about Sid. <laughs> And it's, uh, so my cousin's kid, Vanessa, she's like two, this past Christmas, she came over a few times to my parents' house and she would always, uh, go for the ornaments on the tree and like rattle the tree and ornaments would fall down and break. And my dad would always glue them together. So every time she was coming over during the holiday season, dad said, those ornaments are probably like saying, Sid's coming. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember Toy Story being so wonderfully unpredictable, right? Because I grew Absolutely. up with Disney animated movies, and you always knew what was going to happen. Still just so enjoyable, but you knew it was going to happen. It was based on a pre-existing fairy tale in most cases. Well, even but the ones that one, weren't, like, that we didn't know, they're formulaic. They are, yeah. Until but we got to Moana. One, Moana threw me off. Yeah, Moana was. Well, Brave, for that matter, was was. Yeah, I saw, Overall, I saw Moana. you knew that she didn't, but... I didn't yeah. like either of those movies. You didn't like Brave or Moana? No. You didn't like Moana? I told you guys this. I only saw Moana once, and it was when I was sick on the couch. And try it again. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you need to try it again. It's a very strong female-empowering, like, go-get-em movie, and the music for it is the best music. I mean, Moana's my favorite Disney movie now. I mean... yeah. Even if, like, you don't care a rip about the female empowerment, the music in that movie is fantastic. It's so... No, it's, like, it's the first Disney movie I saw where, like, there's a strong female character, and the whole time, like, because it's Disney, I'm expecting uh, Moana and Maui to get this, like, romantic interest, and it never happened. No. She doesn't need need him as a male figure. She... She's actually kind of the, the motivation to get him... to get him to do what he needs to do. Yeah. It's yeah, and it's got that awesome Bowie 70s rock piece in the middle with the crab. Jermaine? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shiny? I love that song. Shiny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, Anthony. <laughs> what is your experience with Toy Story? 
I mean, I grew up with these movies. I mean, I was in, what, first grade when the first one came out? Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's been that long. I really can't. I was in college when the last one came out, so it's like the perfect age for that one, since Andy was going off to college. But, uh, yeah, because you've like, that was the other thing, these movies, like we grew up with them. Yep. Love it. So Toy Story and Harry Potter, though, like I think I just entered it at the perfect age because like I graduated high school and Harry left Hogwarts and I was in college and Andy went off to college. So, but yeah, no, I've always loved these movies. I still get goosebumps watching the first one when uh, they're up on the rocket and they start falling and Woody's like, Buzz, you're flying. This isn't flying. It's falling with style. style. Like just a musical cue in that. And oh, it's awesome. I love it. But uh, the second, and I just have memories of seeing the second one. It was when Palisades Mall opened up, this big old mall down here and the big shiny new movie theater. And uh, we went on a Sunday before school. And I had lied to my parents and said I did all my homework. And then afterwards, like, I still had a whole book report to write on the first Harry Potter book, actually. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, and it was, I was, my mother was up to, like, 11 that night helping me get it done. Like, she was so annoyed. She took me to see – she took us to see Toy Story 2 based on the premise that we were all ready for school the next day. And nope. Not cool, man. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, then when Toy Story 3 came out, I saw it in theaters with – my sister and my parents and my sister's best friend and my best friend and yeah it was awesome and then i actually just saw toy story for tonight walked in five minutes before recording so oh my goodness is the short good before the movie pixar did not do a short before this movie. (gasps) oh there's no short on this one oh that's not cool oh i'm glad you told me that before i went i would have been completely wrecked for the rest of the movie but stay through the credits and after credits they have a cute little funny after credits scene Okay, no but, sure. Uh, but yeah, it was good. I love. I just love this franchise. Like even all the little shorts, Toy Story shorts they did, and mm-hmm. the Halloween special, and this mm-hmm. post Christmas special, as the <laughs> synopsis said, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it knows what it is. <laughs> so, did you guys see this when it first aired? This one, the toys that. Toy Story that time forgot? Yes. Nope. I did. I remember it being a big deal when it aired. It was a thing. Yeah, like yeah. we stayed up to watch it. Or we we sat down to watch it, which, you know, you never sit down to watch anything anymore. Right. We did for this one. We all loved it. Yeah, I loved it too. I, w- mm-hmm. I would say it's a missed opportunity because you would, I feel a something about toys is like made for Christmas and they didn't really, mm-hmm. you know, lean into that too much besides the angel kitty ornament who yeah. I loved. <laughs> but yeah. later, who played, who played Okomo Komi Manuela. She's marching <laughs> to her death. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that, like, that's more the stuff I wanted. Like you figure the toys are sentient, right? Like, Maybe the ornaments are too. Like it would have been a more Christmassy special. I didn't this feel one... this was as strong as a Halloween one. No. No. No, but I I really like this one because there's kind of something magical when you're like Bonnie's age of playing with everything you get for Christmas. 
Mm-hmm. And like those, what, like two and three days of like pure debauchery where you're just like, all you do is mess with the new things you just got. And I remember using the tree as like a part of my play element, you know, like For she sure. is. And so I really like that about it. it. It's not Christmassy as much as it is like post Christmas haze, you know which I liked. And I really love Bonnie. I really like Bonnie. Yeah, I do too. So, uh, you know, I, I loved the battle sores play set. Like that thing was enormous. That thing like spanned yeah. its whole room. I would have gone crazy for something like that as a kid. Yeah. And I love how it really looked and sounded and felt like a toy. Like yeah. a, like my Shira it castle. Did. It reminded me of my Shira castle. That's what reminded me of He-Man actually. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. yeah. It was so great. I mean, it really, that I love that. I love how they get the toys so right in all of these movies. They that. do. Uh, the voices, their voice casting is amazing on all, every, all of the movies. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so just to delve into the plot a little bit for those who haven't seen it, it's basically... It's very simple. Bonnie has a play date after Christmas, brings some of her toys who encounter a bunch of new dinosaur Christmassy, bunch of new dinosaur toys her friend got for Christmas who don't know their toys. And they're basically these like gladiator, Spartan, violent toys who like don't like outsiders. And uh, it's really funny. Well, they, they're, they're the cleric, their cult leader doesn't want them to like outsiders because then he loses control, right? I mean, that's the whole premise. Right, that's why he likes that the kid is, like, obsessed with his video games because it means he has free reign over the room. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, I loved... <laughs> one of my favorite jokes in this is a callback to, like, the first Toy Story where when he's like, they don't know their toys! And Buzz makes a comment, like, uh, like it's unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so trixie has a little inner turmoil in this mini movie because she's the dinosaur that always gets played with as something else and so she's excited to be played with as a dinosaur and i just my favorite trixie moment is in the third movie where she's on the computer and they're trying to, what are they trying to find? Like story, whatever the, not story. Yeah, the address to Andy's house. Yeah. They're trying to find the address and he's like, what's this? And she's like, just some dinosaur down the street. And she's hitting like the delete button really <laughs> fast. <laughs> I love her. And I love Mr. Prickle pants. And I wish the unicorn was in this one too, because he's hilarious. Oh, I love the buttercup. Yeah, Buttercup, but he wasn't. I was kind of sad about that. <laughs> Ham wasn't in it either, which is a little disappointing. He didn't even have no. a cameo. Ham wasn't in it. Interesting. I love Rex, and I love that. <laughs> I do too. I love that. So these battlesaurs have their like armory where they put these like robotic arms and stuff, and plated armor that shoot like lasers and stuff onto them and they give Rex arms and Rex is, Rex is so excited to have long arms which I love <laughs> because he's always complaining in the movies about how he can't do anything with his short arms <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I love Rex. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I liked the um, the conflict too with Bonnie and her friend playing the video game that he got, which is what causes these dinosaurs to really you know, go wild and <laughs> rule over their domain without any interference because their, their kid got a new video game and that's like literally all he's wanted to do. So he's, they're not actively being played with and um, that that was appropriate and <laughs> relatable. So I love, they were violent, those dinosaurs. When they, yeah, they were. That, that penguin and that sock puppet and like talk monkey mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. they just grabbed yeah. that penguin's head off over the stadium <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing at how like <laughs> Trixie's like horrified too <laughs> and it's those little like dog type dinosaurs you know yeah. that are <laughs> oh man my kid got some cool toys for Christmas. Yeah, he did. And then he's just oh, sitting there like a dork playing on his computer or on yeah. his video game console. I love that Woody and Buzz point out he made out for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Like Buzz points out, no kid is this good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, as un-Christmassy as this felt in a lot of ways because i agree it's a post-christmas haze the angel kitty i like that they did the trope at the end as corny as it was that she was an actual angel and she disappears (laughs) at the end (laughs) which raised a bunch of like questions about like do toys have the same god that we do is there like a toy god yeah it does raise some questions (laughs) And I was kind of confused about the size of the toys in this because Woody and Buzz are pretty, like, big. And, yeah, like, especially Woody. They, He's very tall. They're huge. And yeah. they were dwarfed by that Battlesaur playset. So, like, how big was that thing? <laughs> uh, this kid's room was awesome. I mean, I guess it was a playroom. I don't remember seeing a bed. It was probably a playroom, right? Yeah. I think so. The thing was huge and just jam-packed full of toys. Amazing. And the kid didn't play with any of them. Not a darn one. He played that stinking game. But I do like, so I like how Bonnie plays. Her storylines are always pretty hilarious, um, which is what makes her such a great kid. And um, I like, I, I, I like to watch her play. <laughs> because like when the little angel, like, what did she say it did? It laid eggs and it spawned everywhere. And they were the... <laughs> Christmas balls. <laughs> it's so great. It's just great. Oh, her, Ellie, her is that age, is... Ellie is at that age right now where everything is imaginary play. And it's oh. that made me like Bonnie even more. Yeah. The way she played, though, like even Buzz, Buzz had some great lines of this. He had a line <laughs> the way Bonnie's mind work is a mystery to science. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But that's the thing I love about Toy Story. They just love they love the imaginary play. The toys themselves love it. Yeah. Yep. So great. So Trixie has a little romantic subplot. She's happy to meet this dinosaur, Reptilius, 
what's his name? Reptilius. Reptilius Maximus. Maximus. Maximus, of course. <laughs> and uh, she helps him. <laughs> what's the word they use? Surrender. She helps him surrender. Mm-hmm. So the cleric doesn't want the the dinosaurs to surrender and she helps him surrender in the end to Bonnie's friend and experience playtime for the first time and he found it glorious and mm-hmm. yeah even the old cranky cleric at the end he looks pretty content to be used as a nightlight yeah <laughs> I love I love when he's on top of his tower and sits down. Like the sitting legs are already up there, and he just like walks yeah, so it looks like. <laughs> and I and like, they ha- <laughs> I like the little rolling mini dinosaurs too. Like he takes the ramp down at one point, and then the ramp like retracts. Yeah. And the little guy was coming up to the ramp, but then he can't. And you just see him look down like crap. <laughs> get down there now. <laughs> And they had like an eye of Sauron type thing, like <laughs> looking over the whole place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so creative. Toy. That's what I love about Toy yeah. Story. They're all so creative with their toys and how they move, and it's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I do too. It's great. I thought the bits of Christmas we got looked nice. Like the Christmas tree looked nice, and. It did. The outsides of their houses with the lights and the snow looked very mm-hmm. nice. It did. Mm-hmm. And I liked the details too. Like on a lot of the toy boxes, there's still bits of wrapping paper on them. And mm-hmm. like yeah. they didn't take it all off. Like just little details like that, I really appreciated. Like Pixar yeah. puts so much like detail and love into their, whether it's a short or a full length movie. Like, yeah. That's why we keep going back to it, right? That's why we keep saying we really like. Toy Story. Like yeah. everything about it. It's just, it looks like you could pick up the toys and play with them. Yeah. Who's your favorite toy in the franchise? If you had to pick one, come to head. Probably Woody. Uh, franchise. Jesse's my favorite. Woody. You can I say Buzz. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> no, I don't. I was never a fan of Buzz. Buzz is Sarah's. Like, oh, I really? Like, He's not like he was never one of my favorites. Yeah, I, I liked I liked the I always liked the ancillary toys. Not that they're ancillary, the supporting toys. Like I love Slinky Dog and I love Ham. Yeah, yeah. Wait, we've really I'm, lost some people, haven't we? We've lost Slinky Dog. We lost Mr. Mr. Potato Head. Mm-hmm. We lost oh, Mr. Potato Head. Oh, in yeah, this, but I'm like, are they in? Are they in four? Yeah, but I, I will. Okay. Yeah. So I will, Slinky I will Dog is revoiced a lot. In three. They're, yeah, which is my biggest problem with four. They're not in it much. Yeah. So. Um, I, I always like that shark in the first one who, when Woody gets shoved in the toy box and he wakes up in the morning, he can't find his hat and the shark pops up. It's one of those, you know, sharks. And he pops up with the hat on and he goes, hey, look, I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And that, <laughs> I'm like, I was crying in the movie theater when that happened. I don't know. It just tickled me just right or something. I don't know. But that made me laugh so hard. As a kid, I really liked RC, the car. <gasps> yeah, RC was great. Oh, I always wanted one of those. We lost RC. 
He did. Yeah. They yeah, did. They didn't make it to the second movie. No, they didn't make it to the third. It was in the second. He was in the second? Mm-hmm. Like briefly. He didn't go on the adventure with them, but he was in the room oh, he still. Did. Okay. Hmm. And I like Bullseye. I like them all. They're all so good. Oh, but like Oh, I love Bullseye. Bullseye was sweet. Bullseye um, Woody's horse. The evil the bad characters in this franchise all seem to be like the prospector and then uh Lotso. Lotso hugs. Lots of hug and bear, that's it. They uh they seem to be very similar characters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even Sid, you know, not adequately loved, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of a although I did like Kelsey Grammer's voice as the prospector. Stinky yeah. Pete. You are stinky Pete. <laughs> I could I like- Oh that's who I love. I love the aliens. They're probably my favorite. Yeah. Love the, that claw. The aliens are. <laughs> you, saved, you saved us. We are eternally grateful. <laughs> the claw. And, and he's ranks pretty up there, too. I love Ken in the third one. I <laughs> loved oh. Ken. He was <laughs> so, so obnoxious. You didn't like I, I, I didn't say I did not say I didn't like him. I just said he was really obnoxious. <laughs> I, love how, I, loved I love how Barbie gets to him by sitting there and tearing his clothes. Not the neighbor jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll say Toy Story Four introduces like all the new characters they introduce are like amazing. Like really, probably right up in my top. Like Duke Kaboom or whatever Duke his Kaboom name is. Kaboom and Forky, they're awesome. Okay, man, I can't wait. We got to make that happen soon. <laughs> I can't um, wait to you, talk you about do it soon because I'm gonna start. I'm gonna quickly uh, uh, po- start posting spoilers. No, you're not. Don't be a jerk. Tom, I can't. When you see it tomorrow, you have to message me after. I want to talk to you about Duke Kaboom. He's so funny. I will. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, so me and Hannah and Ethan are going to see Endgame in the theaters on Sunday because we want to see it one more time before it drops out. Don't, don't and... go this Sunday. Go next Sunday. Why? Because next Sunday they're re-releasing it with like 15 extra minutes of new footage. Are you freaking just kidding for, me? Already just, for one, just for one weekend only. Next Sunday. So I'm going to the end then. Already buy tickets. Aww. Well, it'll be somewhere illegal online that you can get me a copy of, right? I can neither confirm nor deny to anyone listening to this <laughs> that I provide illegal copies of anything to anyone, including <laughs> myself. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about Toy Story 4. I'm in it. And one of the things about this franchise, too, is like, at least to the original trilogy, like, it's a rare franchise where each sequel got better, at least in my opinion. I totally think so, too. And that was a super surprise. Yeah. Like, 2 was a, such a pleasant surprise to me. I was not expecting it to be good as 1, and I liked it more. I incrementally liked it more as they went on. Yeah. So. Yep, I did too. Well, I like two. Well, two is really when they made the supporting characters like part of the main cast. Like they went on the adventure too. Like I love mm. the bit where they're crossing the street, like in the cones, like <laughs> to try to get to Al's toy barn. Yeah. And on the elevator, fighting Emperor Zerg, and then driving the pizza <laughs> plant truck, like so funny. 
Well, so this is then the second Toy Story movie to have a Star Wars reference. It is. It is. So. Do you want to where, uh, Zorg is, where Zorg, Zorg is, is uh, Buzz's father. father. Yep. And then in this one, uh, the cleric says, um, the cleric is requesting that the... <laughs> That the new the newcomers leave your offerings and be gone. And Reptilius Maximus says, "But wise cleric, aren't all dinosaurs welcome in Battleopolis?" Cleric says, "Fine, but make them presentable. I find their lack of armor disturbing." <laughs> <laughs> I find your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> Are there any other quotes y'all have for this movie? Yes. <laughs> I. Again, I just like the Angel Kitty's quotes, and it's just the way she says it. She's so like innocent, and, but like her quotes are full of wisdom. Limitations are the shackles we bind ourselves to. <laughs> Be grateful for your gifts; they're all around you. The joy that you give to others is the joy that comes back to you. <laughs> Greet the world with an open heart. <laughs> And Tom, I did love that scene where they're marching Woody and Buzz and her to their deaths, and she's playing "Oh, come, oh, come in." And you, uh, <laughs> like, take the horn from her and throw it down into the. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, um, I like it when uh, Bonnie and the kid, you know, go their separate with the playdates over. So Reptilius is at his house, and Bonnie's at her house, but they'd already set another playdate play date up and so reptilius goes up to the window and he goes farewell trixie of the bonhi tribe my heart will burn bright until the moment you return thursday around 4 30. <laughs> so i love when I like they go the, when the cleric says uh he plays there while i rule here my battle swords have no use for play they have everything they need content in their ignorance one of the guards looks what is it to the other one and says what's ignorance he says i don't know <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I love when they go home and Jesse's like, So, how is the play date? And Woody says, Oh, nothing much, just a crash landing on another planet. And Buzz is like, Reptilian people, hand to hand combat. And Rex is like, And I was lumbering, mind- and I was a lumbering, mindless automation, automaton. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Potato Head's like, Well, that part adds up. <laughs> <laughs> I like when Mason says uh, when they find uh, the Reptilius Maximus where he says, uh, oh, what planet is he from? And Bonnie says, Neptune. Or maybe Florida. Just cute little kid. (laughs) (laughs) So I like when when they're under the Christmas tree and Mr. Pricklepants is like, remember, (laughs) inhabit the pot. It's not enough to play the dinosaur. You must be the dinosaur. And Trixie's like, but I am the dinosaur. And Mr. Pricklepants (laughs) is like, perfect. Now go out there and sparkle. (laughs) (laughs) It's like my favorite Timothy Dalton role ever. (laughs) And I loved him in The Rocketeer. He was so evil. (laughs) Yeah, he was. He's so good in this one, though. Jude really liked Mr. Pricklepants. Did he? What's not so Jude really liked the whole thing. He loved it. But whenever he saw him, he'd laugh. He'd point to him and laugh. (laughs) Hedgehog. (laughs) Was he a hedgehog or a porcupine? Oh, he's probably a porcupine. Hedgehog? (laughs) I like that we give we both give different answers. I thought he was a hedgehog. I I mean prickle pants (laughs) makes more sense. Even though hedgehogs are a little prickly. 
Yeah. I don't know. He looks hedgehog. Head. He according looks to Disney fans now, according to Disney fandom, it is Mr. Pricklepants is a thespian hedgehog in Lederhosen. Oh, so hedgehog. I, I do like the Lederhosen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you classically trained? Isn't that what he says in the third one? <laughs> it is. <laughs> What at this? Are you classically trained? <laughs> <laughs> so, do we think there's a Linus moment in this? Yeah, I mean, there totally yeah. is. Well, I, for the for the battle, it's song. not him realizing what Christmas is all about. It's him realizing what being a toy is all about. Is that the same thing? I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, I You'll think allow so. it. <laughs> <laughs> We'll extend some grace to this one. For him. Yeah. Well, for all of them, right? Well, it's yeah, for all the part about how it's about being there for your child and like yeah. being yeah. what your child wants it to be. And I think were toys actually alive? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That's a very Christmassy thing, right? Like a kid playing with their toys and it is. Doing what they, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say, yeah. Works for I me. Agree. Works for me. <laughs> I'm happy with it. So do we want to rank this puppy? Let's do. Oh, yeah, let me open that file up. And <laughs> Sorry. Oh, well, that'll help. So um, as much as I want to give it a high ranking, it's going to lose for not being a Christmas movie. Yep, I was just thinking the same. Special. TV specials. Miscellaneous TV. I'm going to give it a 7.5. It would have been it would have been up to the nine nine point five otherwise if it had been Christmassy. Mm, that's where that's losing points for me too. I'm gonna go with an eight point five. So I <clears throat> I gave the snowman a five because I said it wasn't Christmassy. It also wasn't as good. No, that's true. But I gave well, but this one is at least more Christmassy than that. That was wintry more, I think, than this one is at least like proximity to Christmas seems more Christmassy alone. This is hard. We're negotiating. That's funny. Hey, I'm all for when we try to change (laughs) each other's minds. (laughs) Would you bust this out at Christmas time to watch it? No. They always, I, I will, when I know it's coming on ABC, watch it. I will. Right. But I would never go to my shelf, pick it out, and put it on. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Talking it through, talking it through, talking it through. <laughs> this is hard, guys. I haven't had this tr- much trouble ranking something in a long time. You are right. The snowman is wintry. This at least the snowman did have Santa in it, but this had Woody Santa in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is hard. Very, very hard. You're putting way too much thought into our uh, TV special list, dude. <laughs> you know what? You can't just judge these things willy-nilly. That's how the <laughs> list is skewed. Gotta take it seriously, Tom. Gotta take it seriously, Tom. This is hard. <laughs> okay, Julia, you swayed me with your snowman argument. Nice. But 
I can't go as high as the Flintstones because the Flintstones was Christmassy. <sighs> that's where mine came in. That's why I came in the seven point uh, five. I'm, I'm I gonna, thought it was a little bit better movie, but even though it wasn't as Christmassy, it was better. Movie. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go five point five, purely, okay. purely oh. because of the Christmas elements. So that puts in a seven point one seven. Which uh, puts it at number nine on our list. Cool. In between a claymation Christmas celebration and the snowman. Ooh, it seems low. Yep. No, 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 no. It seems low, but you look at the. <laughs> we have a whole bunch into seven point <laughs> somethings, and then there's a drop off to three. So it's really not low in the grid. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but now you realize you have to cover the Halloween run around Halloween Toy Story of Terror or whatever it's called definitely have to do that I think I'll say it now watch we'll do it around Halloween and I'll be like I'll contradict myself I think that one is stronger <laughs> just off memory <laughs> but that, that one had Combat Carl in it and I loved Combat Carl <laughs> happy leon day everyone we'll see you usual time next monday um same with the with podcast time guest, with special guest star jerry davila when we cover oh, that's right. rudolph and frosty's christmas in july because it's officially july next week that's crazy that's disgusting <laughs> do your homework guys hope you enjoy this special bonus episode and we'll talk to you next week Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. You're my favorite deputy. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Boss, look at alien. Rough ahead, and you're miles and miles from the nice warm bed. Picasso. Yeah, I don't get it. You just remember you what you were passing. What are you looking at? You got a friend in me. It's not a laser. It's a, it's a little light bulb that blinks. What's with him? Laser and things. Look, I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy.